Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence of Root Space Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815 on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode. Assignments pending and ask me questions if I was confusing. On Monday, no, Tuesday. On Tuesday, the Iowa Cubs start their season at noon. And the other affiliates start their season on Friday night. What that means is over the next couple of days, we are going to start to see leaking out names of which players are assigned to which affiliates. This is the good news, and I look forward to finding out who is going where. On the other hand, we will also hear some news that is less good that certain players have been released because quite a few players are at the point where they make perfect sense if they make an assignment to a certain level, but if they don't make that assignment to that certain level, it makes a lot more sense to release them. So for instance, if there is a pitcher who makes sense at AAA or the major league level ends up at the point where he's not going to make it to the major league level or the AAA level. Cubs will probably just release the player instead of assigning him to AA because they have other players who they are planning on assigning to AA, possibly with age advantage or something along those lines. So there will be assignments. There will be some surprises. And I have no idea. Um, (coughs) But there will be assignments. There will be surprises. And there will be players released. With the players being released, presumably you remember that through the offseason, the Cubs were allowed 190 players in their organization. And presumably, more than 10 players will be released. I don't know who they're going to be. That's not my game right now. Uh, but yeah, the Cubs will probably end up, ooh, I don't know, <coughs> releasing 25 guys. Um, just a ballpark guess. I could be way off. I could be kind of close. But, uh, yeah, since the Cubs are going to end up releasing some players, what that will end up mean is not only are they below the 190 mark, which is necessary once the regular season resumes, but they will probably also be below the 180 mark. So what that means is they will be below the 180 mark, which means they can go out and sign some more players to replace the players who they have released. And the new players will probably be players more along the lines of played last year in college, played the year before in college, 
And now they're bringing in these certain players to see if they can fit in and help out at the compound league level. Because if the major league and full season rosters are stocked and ready to go, to a large extent, the goal would be who makes sense in the Arizona Compound League. After all, if all the other questions have been largely been answered, then the Compound League is the level that would be of the most interest. And once camp breaks for the full season teams, probably there will be a bit of a break, a bit of a break for the players who are still in Mesa. But after that bit of a break, they will come back and start doing the extended spring training thing as they try to display whether they belong in Mesa for extended spring training and um, Arizona Compound League action, or if they are more likely to belong in the Dominican Summer League, or if they are probably going to get released. So all these questions will be being asked constantly as we go along. But with the rosters to be announced in the next couple of days, it's going to be a positive day. It's going to be a positive day when those names start coming through. And to a mild extent, there will be the downside of other players getting released. Again, it's the necessary downside. If you're going to have players getting assigned, you're also going to have players who are not getting assigned and therefore getting released. The Cubs have been largely ahead of the game, I would put it, as far as bringing in quite a few potential relief type options for double AA, A, triple A, major league. And uh, probably some of the players that the Cubs do end up releasing will be quickly swallowed up by other organizations who had not been doing as an effective job as the Cubs of putting together a roster. So we'll have to see. Um, but over the next couple of days, it's going to be largely good news. It's going to be largely good news hearing who goes where, who gets assigned to which area, which team, and um, generally a good thing. There are a couple of players who are not going to be able to be playing yet, and I looked at the most recent comments from Arizona Phil, and there are a few players, quite a few pitchers who aren't going to be ready to start the season. However long that delay will be, we don't know. At least we don't know yet. Uh, once the rosters are posted, then potentially we will see which players are on the 60-day injured list and which players are just on the 10-day injured list. From what Arizona Phil was mentioning, 
Center fielder Parker Shavers, a seventh-round draft pick last season, is on the 60-day injured list. No idea what specifically. But um, who else? Um, Cole Roeder is not ready to play in games yet. Um, that will happen sometime soon, hopefully. But there, again, there are players who will not be ready to go. As usual, that's how baseball works. And we will have to sit to wait to find out who and where and when for players that aren't quite ready to go yet. Nonetheless, Monday at, no, Tuesday at noon, Alex Cohen will be will be on the call, and I will be listening because that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be listening. I'm going to be paying attention. I don't know as I'm going to be taking notes, but I have a whole scad load of index cards in case I do decide I'm going to take notes. Um, certainly on Tuesday. Certainly on Tuesday. You might as well. Listen to the I-Cubs game. The Chicago Cubs aren't going to be playing. So you might as well listen to the I-Cubs. Get a little bit of Brennan Davis action going on. Maybe a little bit of Nelson Velazquez. See how it plays out. And Alex does a fantastic job of calling the game. And yes, I know it will not be the Chicago Cubs but it will be Chicago Cubs farmhands trying to earn that promotion to the major league level. You might as well listen. You might as well listen. Now, if you're at work and you are unable, you are not permitted to listen, I grasp that and tip my hat to your situation. But for many people, a noon game on a Tuesday is not something that absolutely is unlistenable. Listen to the game. Check it out. When I started following minor league games, I did not suspect that that was going to be something I preferred to the major league games. It just kind of happened that way. Allow yourself or even push yourself to consider listening to a minor league game per week. One minor league game per week. You do the deciding which starting pitcher at the major league level is. Eh, I don't necessarily have to listen to him. And get a little bit of depth. Get a little bit of the context of what's going on in the minor leagues. Once a week, one time a week, listen to the pipeline. Again, I didn't think it was going to be that is what it took for me. But once I started listening, the minor league games became the games that I was more interested in. They remain that way this day. 
And when the Chicago Cubs start playing next week, that's cool. That's fun. That's wonderful. That's excellent. And I'm also going to listen to the pipeline more because that's who I am. That's what I do. And I will try to keep you abreast starting Tuesday of how those minor league games are going. Thanks for stopping by.